You are a seeker of better health, change, clarity. You yearn to feel peaceful, fulfilled, vibrantly healthy. You can feel lost in the chaos, the busyness, the feeling that there's just something missing from life. You are ready for a change. Welcome to Moondance Wellness Coaching. I'm your host and coach, Angela Kiddock. I've been on a journey through disease and health that's led me to find deeper meaning and greater fulfillment in life. Taking an expanded view of the word health, let's examine our personal growth, spirituality, our emotions and stress, exploring what it means to embody wellness in today's world. Hello everyone, and welcome to 2021. Already mid-February, can you believe it? I intended to record this podcast a couple weeks ago, but I've had a bit of a cold and cough, so was waiting for things to smooth out a little bit in the voice department. And I don't normally get sick that often. When I do, I can typically nip it in the bud pretty quickly. It's one of those things I'm always proud of with all my home remedies. But this time around, both my husband and I got something. Not COVID, though, so that's the positive spin. But it's just been hanging on for weeks, and it's such a tumultuous time in the world right now. A lot of people feeling the effects of what we might call a healing crisis. Old pain, trauma, patterns from the past that are being brought into the light of day right now. So I'm just rolling with the cold, believing that it's all part of the process of healing and transformation. But I'm excited to share this podcast with you today because it's all about something that I've been wanting to share more about, the work that I do with personality types. And for some reason, I just haven't been able to figure out where to begin. It's such a complex subject the deeper you get into it. But I started playing around with this idea to mash up the personality types with the elements of nature. And it started to become something that I think is pretty fun and maybe a lot more accessible. Going to bring you back a few weeks ago to a funny little conversation I had with my husband one afternoon out of the blue when I was rolling all these ideas around in my head. I don't even know if you're like a mermaid. I think you're more like a snail, he said. I'm sorry? Well, you know how you say you're like a mermaid because you don't like to just learn something on the surface. You like to dive down deep to the bottom of it. But, like, you don't even stop at the bottom. You continue to burrow down through the earth. You're a snail. Despite wanting to be deeply offended by the seeming downgrade from mystical mer-creature to snail, I couldn't help but agree with the Hubs' assessment. Ironically, in the days prior, I had also just written down the word burrowing to describe the energetic feeling of my way of learning and interacting with the world. The longer you live with someone, the more you definitely read each other's minds. I've been working on a mashup of Myers-Briggs personality types at the level of the cognitive functions with the elements of nature, forging a bond between some of my very favorite systems for understanding ourselves, others, and the world around us. Now to clarify, Myers-Briggs personality types at the level of the cognitive functions is a snail's way of saying This is Myers-Briggs at a much deeper level than what you're going to find in an online quiz that takes five minutes and, well, is just often pretty bad at correctly typing us. 
This is also Myers-Briggs that is different than the MBTI or Myers-Briggs type inventory. I don't use any tests when I'm typing people. I'm actually certified as a personality profiler, which means I interview you, look for the patterns, dive into any inconsistencies. Like, does anyone have a work self and a home self that always seem to type differently? Yeah, that's a common one. And then allow you to be part of the verification process, making sure we find the type that truly describes you and all of you. I also don't typically discuss the types in terms of types, but in terms of something called cognitive functions. For example, an INFJ isn't just an INFJ type. They are a unique individual using mental processes as described by Carl Jung that are called introverted intuition, extroverted feeling, introverted thinking, and extroverted sensing and using them in various balanced and imbalanced ways, which means one INFJ doesn't always look like another INFJ. You see how the plot thickens? And yet, sometimes I find that I burrow down so deeply into a subject that I lose the trail that allows me to bring it back up to the light of day, which is why in almost three years I've previously attempted to discuss this topic exactly and only once hashtag snail problems. Where I do dive deeply into this subject is with my coaching clients, where we use a thorough understanding of our personality type as a map for finding our way back to our true authentic selves. Figuring out our personality type is just the beginning. The transformational, personal, and spiritual growth coaching that comes from it is the really sweet stuff. In the future, I can talk more about that process, what it even means to move from our false self to our true self, to our higher and potential self. But today, I want to present to you four ways of learning and interacting with the world, a Myers-Briggs Elements of Nature mashup. So, are you a snail too, burrowing into the deep? Or perhaps instead of burrowing, you tend to swirl or ignite or stabilize? You don't need any background knowledge on Myers-Briggs for this. Listen to the following four descriptions and see if you recognize yourself and maybe others most strongly in one of them. The four types are primarily related to our learning style. We also have a different type that represents our decision-making style. And we'll get into those types another time so you can continue to put the pieces of yourself together. And of course, should you like to dive even deeper, oh, music to my water type ears, into self-discovery and personal growth or gain clarity on your type, please reach out as I also offer one-on-one -on -one personality discovery and growth sessions. That's where the real magic happens. So here's to the most important learning you'll ever undertake, who you are and why you're here. As Lao Tzu says, knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. Okay, here we go. Four ways of learning and interacting with the world. We'll run through a quick snapshot of each and then go through a longer description after that. First type, fire. The action of fire types, if you think of igniting. Carl Jung's technical name for this is extroverted sensing. And the Myers-Briggs types that correlate to this are especially ESFP and ESTP, also ISFP and ISTP. And then at times, if you're an ENFJ or an ENTJ, you might see this in yourself as well. 
So if all those letters don't mean anything to you, just disregard and listen to the, the descriptions instead. So the realm of fire is the realm of what is. And the ultimate satisfaction of a fire type is getting into action. Second type, air. So the action of air types is swirling. Carl Jung's technical name for this is extroverted intuition. And the Myers-Briggs types that correlate are especially ENFP and ENTP. Also INFP, INTP, and at times ESFJ and ESTJ. The realm of air types is what could be, and their ultimate satisfaction is brainstorming new ideas. And our third type, the earth types. The action here is stabilizing. Carl Jung's technical name, introverted sensing. The Myers-Briggs types that correlate are especially ISFJ and ISTJ, but also ESFJ and ESTJ, and then at times INFP and INTP. The realm of Earth types, what is? And their ultimate satisfaction, maintaining order, precedent, passing on tradition. And then we have the water types, the action, burrowing. Carl Jung's technical name, introverted intuition. And the Myers-Briggs types that correlate, especially INFJ and INTJ, but also ENFJ and ENTJ, and at times ISFP, ISTP. The realm of water types is what could be, and their ultimate satisfaction is getting to the root of something. So I also want to recommend that you can head to my website, moondancecoaching.com blog. So head to the blog and find the article titled, What's Your Elemental Type? And that'll give all of this in writing too. So if you're trying to make sense of all of those letters and things, you can see it all written out as well. So back to the fire types. So fire type characteristics. Fire types use the Earth's surface as their playground to explore with their five senses. If you can touch, taste, smell, see, or hear it, they are interested. They're quick to ignite into action. Once a plan or goal is decided upon, you won't see them wasting much time hemming or hawing over the details as they've already gotten up and gotten started. The other types sometimes watch and wonder whether fire types actually made a plan in the first place. And the truth is, plan is a real loose word for them. They're extremely present moment oriented, spontaneous, don't want to miss out on an opportunity. Because of this, they are sometimes prone to creating fires that they then have to put out. And while it would exhaust the rest of us, fire types don't mind because it just gives them another reason to get back into action. Fire types can bring things to fruition in the space of time that the rest of us would still be drawing up our plans for. They like to figure things out on the fly, get their hands dirty, when they aren't busy living their exhilarating lives, enjoying a rush of adrenaline or making things happen, they are surely adding much spice and delight to the lives of those around them. The growth path for a fire type, expanding their present moment awareness to include the past, learning from it in order to grow, and the future, 
Considering the future implications, setting intentions, even dreaming big dreams, is a key growth step for fire types. Ironically, while most of us could benefit from exiting the past or future and returning to the present moment, fire types can actually benefit from expanding their field of awareness to include past and future along with the present. This requires incorporating a bit of the watery expansiveness native to water types. While fire and water are elements normally quite at odds with one another, it is this alchemy, reaching out for a bit of our opposite, that allows for true growth. Fire types are naturally gifted with an amazing opportunity to become Zen masters of the present moment, if they can harness the wisdom of past and future while still living fully in the present. The practice for fire types. Incorporate practices that slow you down, I know, I know, but allow you to move instead of only from the body, but to explore your head, heart, intuition. Specifically, mindfulness meditation, mindful walking, and journaling. Mindfulness practices allow you to cultivate the pause, the space between stimulus and response. Then try this prompt for journaling. In what ways have I grown or changed over the past year? What dreams and intentions do I have for the coming year? For a little growth inspiration, a quote from Viktor Frankl. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and freedom. So while being told to slow down sounds like death to a fire type's ears, know that the world absolutely needs you to keep all that amazing spark that you naturally possess while learning to incorporate the power of the pause. Not a stop, just a pause and then go. All right, so air types. Air type characteristics. Like fire, air types move quickly but the surface of the earth is not their playground. Instead of five sensory experiences, air types live in the realm of ideas and possibilities. Like the wind, they move to the highest point of fascination, then swirl on to the next and the next on the tails of the question, what if, leaving nothing untouched. To the untrained observer, air types might seem up in the clouds, disconnected from the real world. But from this unique upper vantage point, air types can see everything and understand the world in a way that many of us can't. They aren't tied to one singular moment in time, but can understand existence across all dimensions of time and space. They can therefore become some of our greatest inventors and creatives. While they often feel at odds with worldly constraints like time, money, schedules, societal norms, they force us as a society to reevaluate our systems and ways of living, seeing that there might be some wiggle room or a new and creative way to live our lives and conduct our business. Their quick and curious minds will stagnate without some interesting idea to explore, and piecing together seemingly disparate ideas to create something new gives them extreme satisfaction. Suggesting a brainstorm session is truly music to their ears. Though many air types also enjoy their alone time, they're often at their happiest when sharing ideas with other free thinkers. 
the growth path for air types. The element of air touches everything, including the ground. But air types can easily lose contact with their sense of groundedness, as it's so much more enjoyable to float high up in the sky. But they might float so high up they create something only to later discover it already exists on the surface. Or without a connection to the ground, they can find themselves easily blown off course and cease to fully implement their wild and needed creations. For air types, the fun is always in the starting of an idea or project. The fun is not the grunt work of the maintenance. If they can learn to make it through that last 20% of a project without giving it up altogether, air types will be able to bring so many needed ideas to this world. Though it feels good to fly high above the ground, be sure to stay connected to the earth just enough to create what it truly needs and to finish those projects and bring your genius into fruition. Practices for air types. Groundedness is the antidote to flightiness. Incorporate practices that slow you down, get you into your body, and allow you to literally touch the earth. Specifically, mindful walking, hiking in nature, and deep breathing in shavasana or crocodile, which basically means lying flat on the earth, either belly up or belly down. When you're walking or hiking, challenge yourself to tune into your five bodily senses. Ask yourself, what can I see? What do I hear? What do I smell? Notice the sensation of each foot making contact with the earth. For a little growth inspiration, a quote from the medicine man from the book Eat, Pray, Love. To find the balance you want, this is what you must become. You must keep your feet grounded so firmly on the earth that it's like you have four legs instead of two. That way, you can stay in the world. So, maybe normalcy is overrated. Continue to keep that beautiful head in the clouds no matter what anyone says. Just remember to plant your feet firmly onto the ground at least now and then to grace the world with your wild ideas. Earth types. The earth type characteristics. Earth types are truly the keepers of what is. They don't just play on top of the surface like fire types. Earth types form the very bedrock upon which society exists. Without the grounded energy of earth types, our world would be in a constant state of change and chaos. Earth types maintain our traditions establish norms, create systems and organization, and desire and provide stability above all else. They create family values, establish common sense, and allow those around them to feel safe and secure. It's an important role to maintain a sense of consistency within a culture, as well as provide our link to the past, our collective shared history, there is some wisdom in the saying, don't reinvent the wheel after all. The other types can sometimes see earth types as unbending or stuck in the past and what was. But the most magical earth types stay connected to a fluid sense of what is. Just as air types must maintain connection to the earth in order to fully flourish, when earth types maintain a connection to the fluid and changing nature of air, 
They create for us a society that is both stable as well as flexible, while forming the absolute foundation and glue of a truly nourishing society. The growth path for Earth types. Without the quality of movement, there is stagnation. Earth types must maintain some connection to their sister element, the air, in order to keep things fluid so that what is does not become a fixation on the past and what was. It is a vital piece of growth to be fully aware of our history and able to learn from our past mistakes. So keep this quality that allows you to so expertly look behind you. Just be sure not to keep things the same so much that you end up with broken systems in need of major repairs that now require massive change. While the idea of making change doesn't always sound like a fun time to Earth types, it's important to realize this simply prevents you from having to make even bigger changes later on. And if you don't love change, small changes are a lot less scary and a lot less chaos-inducing than giant changes, that's for sure. Practices for Earth Types Change is the antidote to stagnation. Incorporate a practice of making small changes along the way so that you don't have to implement huge repairs later on. Apply this to everything, whether it's the maintenance of your car, your relationship, your career, or the very rules, traditions, and norms upon which we base our society. Specifically, explore one new thing every week. This could be an experience that you've never had or studying a subject that's brand new to you. Tap into the part of you that loves to explore and be creative and learn to set it free in small, manageable doses. Utilize your excellent planning skills by planning out your one new thing for every week in the coming month and put it on your calendar. Does your growth practice sound more fun than the other types? Maybe. But you spend your days playing such a mature and stable role that sometimes growth is about finding what makes you feel wild and free. For a little growth inspiration, the serenity prayer is a good one for earth types. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. More than anyone, you understand the peace and serenity that comes with accepting what you cannot change. And more than anyone, you will empower yourself and inspire those around you by tapping into the courage to change the things you can. And last but not least, my native people, the water types. Water type characteristics. While fire types play upon the surface, air types play above it, and earth types form that very foundation, water types move below the surface, the way that water always moves to the lowest point. Water types always begin at the ground level and tend to have a firm grasp of what is available there. They just don't find it very attention-grabbing. Their greatest joy comes in learning things deeply, way beyond the surface level. They take great pleasure in digging deeper and deeper using a shovel named why, their very favorite question. Just like you can't nourish a plant if the water doesn't go deep enough to reach its roots, water types know that you can't find the roots of a problem and truly resolve it if you don't dig down deep enough. 
And like air types that take an expansive, above-ground view of everything, allowing them to make seemingly disparate connections between things, water types similarly find that the further they burrow down below the surface, the more they're able to look back up at everything, making sense of the world in a way that often seems quite wise. Water types don't always seem overly attached to one point of view. Their watery nature allows them to explore multiple perspectives. And rarely taking things at face value, water types also find they're able to bring this expansive perspective to people, seeing them in a sort of 4D, not just as they are now, but how they got there and how they're meant to be. Though the world might think they just have their head in the sand, Water types know that the greatest treasures are often found hidden away beneath the realm of what is readily seen. The growth path for water types. The quality of water that allows it to flow deeper and deeper and deeper also means that sometimes water types flow and flow and flow into ever-deepening territory without actually doing anything with their accumulated knowledge and wisdom. It is fire that sparks us into action, a quality quite at odds with water. But just as fire types benefit from incorporating a bit of watery expansiveness to increase their hyper-focused present moment awareness, so too do water types benefit from incorporating the igniting quality of fire for a little get up and go. Similarly, just as air types must stay connected to their sense of groundedness in order to create anything here on Earth rather than remaining exclusively up in the clouds, water types benefit from a jumpstart of fire energy to allow them to manifest their wisdom here on Earth rather than letting it all float around inside their own heads. Taking small steps, even imperfect ones, towards a goal or dream is the antidote to becoming waterlogged. Water types will benefit from discovering the spark of excitement that fires them up and then creating an action plan to get there. Practices for water types. Honing your connection to your inner guidance and intuition will ensure that the actions you decide to take are always aligned with your highest good. Squandering energy on actions that don't excite you or truly serve your highest potential will just convince you that it's better to not waste time and energy getting into action at all. A life inside your head is a pleasant one indeed, but the world needs your wisdom now more than ever. Specifically, heart meditation, journaling, oracle cards, and movement. Meditate while you imagine breathing through the heart and then journal about the most exciting insights that come up. Use oracle cards to decide between two courses of action if you feel stuck. Write down just one action step you can take to work towards your goal or dream, and then get up and dance or do something active that reminds you that getting into action can also feel good and might actually rejuvenate your energy. For a little growth inspiration from Martin Luther King Jr., take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. So flow down to the depths that most won't take the time to explore. The world doesn't always say so, but we need you to do this for us. 
then tap into a little fire energy to propel yourself back here and share what you've learned. So if this sort of thing interests you and you'd like more information or to dive a little deeper, I do offer personality discovery and growth sessions. So this includes two sessions of two hours each, and these are done virtually, so can be done from anywhere on the globe. It's an awesome way to gain some clarity on your type, whether from an elemental perspective or a Myers-Briggs or a cognitive functions perspective and explore a whole new world of self-discovery and personal growth. So you can find out more information about this at my website, moondancecoaching.com, or feel free to email me, Angela, at moondancecoaching.com. And I want to leave you with that quote from Lao Tzu again. Knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. For more info on personal growth and wellness coaching, visit moondancecoaching.com. Set up your free intro call or find an upcoming class or event. 